wait a minute, wait a minute. Five seconds, there's a delay. And then two, one, and okay. That's right. One more time. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, one more time. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. It's Greasy Conversation, you guys. It's Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. We're here with Justin Anderson, also known as Sojourner. Let's drag this mic up in your face. Oop, I got aggro there. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got kicker headphones in the studio here. Justin, if you feel like putting your kickers on. Uh, they're aptly named, given that they've been accidentally kicked several times and have survived it because sometimes they... Uh, fall down. Yeah. Sometimes we discover things that have fallen down due to uh, the kicking that we do as we travel around kicking. This bar on the mic is like the, the far side. Okay. So that side's aimed so at the, you. This, yeah. should be, this should be plenty close. That's too, too, too good. I cool. think you need to put it somewhere worse. You there sound too, too delicious. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Now, also, Magically. if you sound quieter or louder, if you sound quieter or softer in your headphones... Mm. Uh, relative to us, then, then you can move your body accordingly. Okay. But we've got. Okay, yeah, I can hear. Incredible news times to share with you. We've got a plethora of newsy doodles, and if you're interested yourself in clicking on any of these links that we get to click on to get to look at these news things ourselves, you can join along with us by just going to waz.lol, W-Z.lol. That's W-O-Z. I said that so quick. But also, Greasy Conversation, it's the same place, that website. We've got a post for this episode, and the notes are there. And here we go. Now, before we dive... You've got a thing? Before we do it, Justin Anderson, um, you are so worth Googling and involved in like a bunch of really cool music stuff. So I just want to throw that out at the beginning. Um, like front load that that that's something worth investigating that you yourself are super worth investigating Aw, shucks. yeah but now it's time for the submarine of knowledge submarine of knowledge ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking echoes <laughs> alright start off with a spicy one start off with a spicy one today boys spicy boys yeah uh, but not those spicy boys Japan the Japanese government has approved research into human-animal embryos for the first time. Hmm. Like combo embryos? Yeah, so it sounds like, you know, when you first hear it, your mind goes to like... Sounds like a risky Google search. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, it definitely <laughs> well, sounds those Japanese like Japanese embryos. Yeah, uh, half animal, half... Yeah, I mean, you know, depends how deep you want to dive, but, you know, anyway. Uh, you know, you think about... I don't know, people with gills or some shit or, you know, whatever. Finally. Yeah, I know, right? Like, we've all been waiting. But really what they're doing is trying to, like, grow human organs inside of animals. Like, from the very oh, get-go. Okay. Oh, like from yeah, that farming. makes sense. Yeah, like a yeah so that... Organ uh, replacement. Yeah, for organ donors and... and <laughs> so you can... Uh, you know, reduce the wait times for that type of stuff, so... Uh, yeah. Well, it does sound pretty uh, futuristic. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, growing, like, human organs inside of animals. Well, it's uh, probably not so different from whenever, uh, like, like, severe burn victims, they'll, uh, like, like they'll uh, grow, like, a hand... 
or they'll uh, attach a hand. Graft it on? Yeah, yeah, to like, like grow a hand on their off leg of the, or something yeah. to like keep the body part alive. Yeah, or they like grow like the, you see, like the, you all see the pictures of like the mice mm-hmm. with the, the ears on their backs. They grow like yeah. the cartilage for the ears. Yeah. Um, so. Definitely some ethical or morally and ethical suspect things, but. Eh, yeah, it's, and it's, it, it is like, uh, but it, it is tough, but at the same time, like it could be for the greater good and like just like animal testing where sometimes it's necessary, um, even though it's like terrible. I mean, I. Yeah, it's yeah more well yeah, dubiously um, moral. Yeah, uh, it's it's suspect, it's very yeah. borderline where it's like you know does the end justify the means? We have some things that are are known to do something good for a cell in a petri dish. And then it has a high probability that it'll cure an illness in an animal. That's a lot better than just seeing, like, how does this destroy cells in an animal? That's not as cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, with the point, like, they're being raised... I mean, they're being created with this specific purpose in mind. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like we're going capturing animals and testing yeah. them and stuff, you know? So it's, you know, it's, it is, like, ethically complicated for sure. But... Um, no, no more so than you know factory farming and you know yeah like, for, yeah for sure there's 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 like uh, a lot could be a lot of benefit in this yeah I can't wait till we have vat meat I I know we're not supposed to call it vat meat but when we have meat that's uh, actual muscle tissue grown without a brainstem or consciousness or anything yeah that'd that be would, that'd be amazing yeah because uh, like I do feel like somewhat like. Uh, I don't know. It's, it seems a little unethical to eat meat, even though I do eat meat. But I can never really see myself getting past like uh, my particular weakness with me is c- like uh, California burritos. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. But um, yeah, it would be like every time I eat one, I do think about the fact that like a cow was, you know, uh, like it was brought in this world and then slaughtered. And uh, you see those videos of people playing musical instruments in fields for cows, and they all gather around. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. No, that's like, uh, amazing. Yeah, there's this great one uh, where this guy was learning saxophone, and uh, so he went out to a field to play for these cows, and the cows were like a much more captive audience than most of my audiences. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, oh, like transfixed. Yeah, yeah, they were like just like watching and like yeah, amazed by the the saxophone. That's and, awesome. Like, most of my audiences are you know a little <laughs> yeah, distracted or. You know. Yeah. Speaking of that, you made a saxophone out of PVC pipe. Oh yeah. That was a major like news thing for a minute around here. Yeah, and uh, it, like it it went pretty viral, like uh, yeah. especially like in Australia, in the Philippines. They, Whoa, they really, liked it especially. Yeah, oh. yeah, and well, I sold the video to uh, well, I sold uh, I made two videos. I sold the first one to Defy, which is apparently the leading. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the viral videos you see, they're not necessarily like. Uh, Authentically, just got shared a lot. It's there might lot. be curated by yeah, something yeah. like that. And yeah. uh, so uh, the top three are uh, respectively uh, Defy, Storyful, and Viral Hog. So I didn't know that. So those are ones that, that accept submissions. Yeah, Defy, and if they like it enough, they could. Well, they actually reached out to me. Defy's based out of Los Angeles, so I went with them first since they were at the top of the industry. And I sold a video to them for like a little bit of my upfront, and then the royalties ended up like six months later. I got check for like. It was like three, four hundred bucks that it generated, <laughs> and they basically license it to different like news companies, like little blogs and stuff that want to use the video. And uh, so like, there's, it's all over the internet. And then I made another one, you know, might as well double dip. 
And yeah. uh, I made another one and sold it to Storyful, which is an Irish company. Did you approach Storyful yourself? No. Uh, they represent, several representatives from all three of them reached out Dang. to me. So I like, oh, kind of nice. like compared their rates and like you know drove up the the split of the royalty and like the you know upfront costs. That's awesome. So, um, nice. Like, did so when you say that, do you mean that you communicated with them about a little bit better offer than they initially offered you? Yeah, and like I was, I wasn't like all like hustly or like like scared. I was just like you know like the, the, you know this company's offering this, and they're like yeah, like a, a lot of like can you match this? Yeah, Storyful even mentioned they're like a lot of our uh, primary clients are previous Defy or viral like they oh. the, so they're they're used to like you know that dynamic like but uh, no <laughs> they were pretty easy to work with A- after I uh, sent the rights over to the video they just did all the marketing and I, like I set some terms like for instance I uh, link my music page and all this stuff mentioned uh-huh. like, where I'm from so and it uh, it resulted in like about two two hundred or so like uh, like on my Instagram 200, 200 or so new followers on my Instagram and Facebook so that's awesome so nice from that event yeah, yeah. So yeah, like lots of random Filipino and Australians on my uh, Hell yeah. follow my music. We got random traction from Bangladesh. Shout out, holla, Bangladesh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, because uh, now a significant portion of our, especially on Facebook followers, are over there with a handful in Pakistan too. Mm-hmm. Holla, I see you too, Pakistan. Well, that's, that's interesting because of uh, that whole that whole war between them. So it's, it's yeah, interesting that you, it's you, a weird you appeal combo. to both. <laughs> well, the languages are basically the same. Urdu is uh, very similar to Bangla. So I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the writing system. So um, the uh, like uh, Bangla, and of course there's like some like subtle differences, but Bangla is written in a more Sanskrit uh, type uh, script. And then uh, Urdu is, uh, which is the state language of Pakistan, uh, is written in um, like more Arabic script. But the, a lot of the words are the, the words same are sounds. Very, very similar, yes. Dang. And like so, they can typically, a lot of it's like a, there's a lot of cognates, a lot of it's mutually intelligible. But uh, and like a lot of people, especially in Bangladesh, can uh, write and speak in Urdu because you know 1972 they invaded and uh, they made a lot of commerce was. Uh, switched to being done in Urdu after they slaughtered the intellectuals and scholars oh, and, oh, wow. like, and doctors Damn. and students. And That's unbelievable. Yeah. My, my, uh, one of my old roommates was uh, from Bangladesh. There were two from Bangladesh and one from West Bengal, which, you know, s- same language. And uh, so I uh, got kind of a, a proper second-hand account of oh, wow. the atrocities. Wow. That's something else, yeah. From what I've read alone, it was pretty crazy, and I know it's not everything gets reported and things like that. Well, it's what's interesting is the U.S. actually backed Pakistan, and then China backed uh, Bangladesh. Mm. It, it was basically one one of the a predecessor to the modern uh, format of war, like which, you know proxy wars, uh-huh. where like yeah. you know we back the Kurds, Russia backs you know whoever, like, and then we basically have them fight, supply one side with weapons. Mm. It's so so such a bummer for those people to be involved in this like yeah. proxy conflict, right? Like puppet style. Yep. Dun, dun, it was dun. actually George Harrison that kind of brought uh, a lot of attention to it. He held a uh, concert uh, for uh, Bangladesh and basically used his his uh, pull as a famous musician to alert people to things happening the world over. 
and uh, especially in the United States, and also highlighted the fact that the United States was not only complicit, but also uh, somewhat guilty, arguably. Similarly, I learned a lot about the Armenian genocide because of System of a Down. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I I think we really need more of that. Yeah, We need to uplift some more, like, immigrant bands. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, can we uh, say, speaking of immigration, can we uh, pull up the new thing that... um, Recycled propaganda. Yeah, so, and he was featured, actually, I mean, I've seen, like, you know, following his Facebook page, I've seen, uh, you know, pictures of him putting it up and stuff, but uh, he was actually featured on the local news briefly about his mural, um, while should be pulling it up, but it's just a, uh, it's a mural of the Statue of Liberty, basically bent over in cuffs on a, the, on ice car, uh, the immigration department um and it's you know of course it, there's a lot of uh division about the subject of immigration in america currently so but that's kind of the purpose for art but um it is yeah. and sometimes you might not agree with the political message but it's still important to honor that in artists and not think it's not art just because you don't agree with it yeah and, or don't think it's a fair representation but in this case I think it's really ignorant not to think that it represents something that's really going on right now. And yeah, for sure. You have to neglect so much to just repeat things that, that people with a vested interest mm-hmm. are saying about the negative things of immigration and increases in crime that just literally aren't there in the statistics. When uh, spending even a little bit of time to look at statistics of crime in an immigrant community versus crime in a similarly uh, uh, economically low-income area but isn't full of immigrants, uh, the crime follows the low income. And there's a serious uh, dip in crime when it happens to be a low income and also immigrants. The immigrant areas uh, are not associated with crime as much as just poor areas are. And our poor areas of people that have been here for a while that suffer the most, and that's just neglected and squished into some kind of immigrant thing. And the, all, we were talking earlier that scholars that actually study what immigration does to a community or to a society throughout history and throughout time, uh, even as recent as decades ago in, in various countries to hundreds of years ago. Throughout human history, the people with the gumption to immigrate are usually the hardest working people, and it's only done beneficial things to a society. I mean, it's uh, the times when our nation has been the most immigrant uh, supportive are the times when it's historically had the largest booms. Yeah. It yeah, just right. correlates directly. So it's a frustrating thing to be controversial at all at this point. Well, imagine being that passionate about, like, what's clearly a human rights issue. And I feel like, you know, like, a lot of people are playing the devil's advocate, but whenever you're, whenever you're arguing for both sides of a humanitarian crisis or a human rights issue, you're impeding the conversation from moving forward, and, like, more people are going to die, more people are going to suffer the longer the conversation doesn't move forward. Like, whenever but people want to be edgy, they want to seem intellectual, but it really comes off more as complicit in like I, I don't know it's uh, I, I, I just noticed that the people who are who have a problem with this mural aren't going out and making their own murals that, yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's a pretty hard thing to depict artistically 
And like, yeah, yeah like what what mur- mural would you create for like the opposite side? It would, I imagine, like it would just be pretty like I don't know, grotesque. Like, like it wouldn't be. I don't know. It just seems. Uh, I can't even imagine it, but it just doesn't seem like it would be. Well, the t- people typically great. that are you know the people who are outraged by this typically aren't very artistic themselves. Yeah, so it's, like a, <laughs> it's true. That opens the mind in a way people don't appreciate. Yeah, well, and also like what you were saying earlier was about. Uh, crime follows poor communities more than immigrant communities and uh it almost seems like immigrants are being scapegoated because the people who benefit from wealth inequality don't want to talk about wealth inequality (laughs) you know for real it's like wealth inequality is like a root of a lot of issues in society but no one well it's always it's always something else you know but uh but anyway Anyway, uh, before, well, before we hop on, we're getting close to the first, the first uh, bill pay time. Bill but, pay time. You know, since we had our uh, news about human animal hybrids, it always we always have to bring up the question with our guest. If you could choose to be genetically modified or spliced or uh, get the qualities or abilities of a specific animal, which one would you choose? And you can choose anything about an animal. You can stew on it. Don't have to answer now. Yeah, what's the hybrid animal that you want to be genetically mixed with? And, and what do you want to steal from them? Yeah, I'm going with that squid ink. You have to be able to just ink uh, it up? or just plan. Yeah. yeah just sign documents nin- at any moment. Ninja bomb, man. <laughs> a smoke bomb. But it'll be just cover them in squid ink, and then I'll be laughing all the way as I'm running. I'm fascinated by marine life of all sorts, but I don't really know if, like, if I would want to be like... You know, hybrid with any kind of marine life. Yeah, you don't have to be like a literal, like uh, you know, comic book hybrid with like squid arms. You can just, if you just want to, like, you know, take some cheetah speed. Mm. You can get some cheetah speed. I don't you know. May, you might have some spots. Squid like you know? octopus. Yeah, yeah. I I would love to have tentacles just for uh, how much money I would make in porn. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it would finally come to fruition. The whole Japanese. Uh, yeah, the, there'd like, be a whole anime. There'd be a market just waiting for me. Yeah. yeah, man. It's its own thing. That's my pick. That's better than my first idea, which was elephant powers of, like, stomping. Just, like, I'd stomp on cars <laughs> and stuff. It's funny. Uh, it'd be fun for a couple days. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like it'd be fun for a long time. Right? Stomping, <laughs> powers, like, stomping powers. Like uh, crushing cir- or circus ringleaders, too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Just going and, Freeing like, bust up. Elephant, yeah, just, like, bust up the circus. Just start kicking <laughs> shit all over the place. There's actually, I, oh, I can't remember where it was. I, I think we had it on like the news docket a couple weeks ago, but there's uh, some circuses now that are using like holographic animals. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so instead of, you yeah. know, like torturing elephants for their entire lives, uh, they just have giant like flashy green color changing elephants that come in and balance on holographic yeah. balls. It's pretty badass. Yeah, it actually sounds pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Like better than actual elephants, because if I... I mean, I can't imagine going to the cir- circus and seeing an elephant and be like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's I really, know, that's really great. Sad, they have yeah. it, like, chained up most of its life and fucking hit it with cattle prods all the time. It's fucking like a slavery demonstration. So entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't fucking imagine. Oh, did you man. see that article, uh, speaking of slavery, uh, like, they've been uh, following satellite data? I was like, just going to bring that up, yeah. Dude, yeah. I just saw it today. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah, there's, like, a, a slave population... A slave population in the modern world larger than the population of Canada. 
which isn't a very populous country, but no, still, it's still a, whole a lot of people. It says uh, forty point three million slaves on the planet. It's a lot of individual experiences that are pretty miserable. That's probably. fucking bonkers, man. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh. And like, well, yeah, there, there was that controversy in the the news a year or so ago about Qatar uh, using slave labor to build the arena for the World Cup, and how many oh, are going yeah. to die, like of heat exhaustion and unsafe working conditions. Yeah, that's actually like a a larger controversy that people don't talk about is that whenever. The Olympic Olympics moves into a country, like the countries bid for it really highly, and then throw a lot of resources into it. And oftentimes, like with situations that'll be just like that, slave labor or close to slave labor, and people die, like uh, building the area for the Olympics. And then after it's over, it's just like, the fuck do you do with it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a blemish on the landscape now, and nothing ever gets done with yeah, it. Yeah, it's ever not even again. infrastructure. Like for instance, people die building the Hoover Dam, but it's a vital part of the Western United States infrastructure. It was yeah. worth the risk. City center was not worth all of the deaths. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even know about that. I wasn't yeah. here whenever all that was getting built. I got here in like 2013. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. 2008, city center was getting built, and it was the largest, and well, not physically largest, but most expensive. Uh, single construction project in one area with all of the different companies and different buildings that were all happening simultaneously in one block um, in America, uh, possibly, I want to say in the world, but I really think that there's some that that statistic Probably is neglecting like some exactly. Yeah. It's like one of those giant cruise ships that a Sultan has or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, it also has the record for like deaths and construction in the modern era well, and a lot and, a lot of it was for not since they had to like built they built that one building in like critically f- uh had a critical flaw from the beginning so they had to tear it back down floor by floor that building uh as well as veer towers which are the ones that are like crooked uh they were made out of the wrong type of steel oh, there Jesus was a Christ. a miscommunication wow. between the steel provider and halfway through, they determined they had to just cut off the height there. They were supposed to be, like, two or three times taller than they are now. Jeez. And a lot of really seasoned construction people that were willing to take unnecessary risks and skirt OSHA guidelines to get things done faster perished building that building because they were disoriented by the way it uh, uh, it bends sideways, it basically. Even, it's slanty. I played uh, Gemma Pool, or, like, the Nomad Pool, that new thing they have at Park MGM, and it looks even worse from the other side. Like, I, I understand <laughs> it's, like, kind of built to be that way, but it looks, like, scary slanted. Like, yeah. From, like, because it looks slanted from the strip, but then when you're, when you're behind the towers, it looks like... It's, like, coming at you. Yeah. yeah. It's really uh-huh. dramatic. I was really excited when I saw designs for it before it was built and thought it was going to be really cool and dramatic. But now I've talked to people that worked on the construction of that whole complex, and they say that they're, uh, they had a policy to rush people off of the grounds if they were dying so that they'd actually perish in the Somewhere ambulance on the way out of there, and it wouldn't count on their stats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. So no one really knows the true number what of the, the actual deaths. Number yeah. of, like, deaths caused and that, and by that's in, that's in a first-world country. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> with OSHA. With and OSHA. OSHA was just... Uh, kept out as much as possible until there was they were losing too much money on fines and they yeah. finally decided economically they had to enforce OSHA safety and yeah. then the deaths went down towards the end of the construction yeah <laughs> too much in fines but not too much in deaths until 
Yeah, and so the more. fines for the OSHA was making wow. the deaths not economical anymore. Well, I think a lot of people <laughs> view human, or it's it's not that the human life has a, va- a certain value, but certain human lives have value. And yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, for sure. The like those were just numbers or statistics to the powers that be. Yeah, which is I, really sad. I feel like this is a a great advertisement for capitalism. Yeah, well, <laughs> and a perfect time to pay some bills, to pay some. Uh, some Bob Thorntons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Thorntons. Are you looking for that afternoon pick-me-up? Well, there's the energy drink way, but you're not a fan of all the sugar or the hard crash. Well, then you need ZipFizz All-Natural Energy. That's right. Add it to your bottle of water, and soon you'll be replenished with four to six hours of all-natural energy. ZipFizz Energy. No sudden crash, 10 calories. ZipFizz.com At Albo Pizza, our mission is to bring a menu of savory Italian classics and tasty American fare to the city of Las Vegas. Combining a classic menu of Italian favorites and American fare, Albo Pizza was designed with a variety of palates in mind. United by fresh ingredients prepared daily, all our recipes are homemade, hand-tossed, and hard to resist. Explore their popular pizza offerings or branch out with our burgers and chicken wings. Whichever way you go, their menu is prepared to please. Located at 1510 South Las Vegas Boulevard next to Dino's. Visit them online at www.albopizzalv.com or find them on Facebook. For delivery, call 702-333-2526. Have you been thinking about taking an Alaskan vacation? Well, now you can book an Alaskan cruise tour with YMT Vacations and immediately save $250 per person. Call YMT Vacations today. We've been helping people take the vacation of a lifetime for over 50 years. And right now, if you've been thinking about what it would be like to go on an Alaskan cruise, now with our $250 per person instant rebate is the perfect time. Call right now for details. And if Alaska isn't on your bucket list we've got over 50 guided tours to different locations worldwide call right now for your free brochure so if you're looking for the perfect cruise tour to alaska or the perfect guided vacation package you need to call ymt vacations to book right now or for our free brochure 800-213-9256 800-213-9256 800-213-9256 that's 800-213-9256 Do you want to pay more for a new car or new home or less? Do you want to pay higher interest rates on your credit cards or even to refinance student loan debt or less? The secret to paying less on everything is a better credit score. Is your credit score less than 700? Do you even know? Well, now at the same time, you can learn exactly what your credit score is and learn how to make it better. And when you call our special credit repair hotline, you'll speak to an expert that will tell you simple steps to start improving your credit score. And the call and consultation are F-R-E-E. That's free. I'm telling you, the secret to paying less is a better credit score, and you can fix it right now. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1658. 877-857-1658. That's 877-857-1658. 
Hey everyone, it's your buddy Crazy Jay back again to tell you about Angel Wax. We've been telling you about it for a while now. This product is absolutely amazing. Our boy Tommy Davis, the man behind Angel Wax, he has been working hard for you. He has been on tour, he has been traveling, he's done car shows, he's done conventions. He is spreading the gospel of Angel Wax and it's working. A lot of people are getting into it, they love it. Those car enthusiasts that are spending their weekends detailing it like crazy, love it. If you want to outshine the rest of the cars on the road, the best way to do that is by getting some Angel Wax. Let Tommy Davis know that RadioVegas.rock sent you to him to try this amazing product. Angel Wax, get in on it today. Do you fear the dark? Do you fear the light? Are you afraid of what you've seen? Are you afraid of what you can't see? What responses, you, you say you are testing it at the house, uh, what, what responses did you get when you were uh, testing it? Uh, I mean, I've heard my full name, Chris's name, uh, just direct replies to questions and stuff. On World Ghost Radio, the paranormal, the spirits, the unexplainable, with your host Rocky on World Ghost Radio. World Ghost! World yep. Ghost! Anyway, yeah, World Ghost is a cool show. You should check it out. And if you fast forwarded through the commercials and don't know what I'm talking about, then you missed out! <laughs> Rewind! Be kind! Alright, everybody, we're back with Justin Anderson, and this is Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. Be sure and mention RadioVegas.rocks to these sponsors for them to give you special gladness and benefit us keep the lights on keep the the bob thornton's handled yep. the bob thornton's at bay yeah you don't want no bob thornton busting down your door talking about where's my money uh-uh no anyway all right oh this is a good one all right i'm ready so i don't know if anyone's familiar but blink 182 <laughs> front man tom delange delange I think Longy. it's DeLong. DeLong? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, that guy. <laughs> so he's been super into aliens and UFOs for a bit. And he uh, started this UFO organization called To The Stars Academy a while back. And then so they posted a picture of some unknown material that they believe to be found from uh, UFOs. Materials and unknown to science. Yeah, unknown to science, right? So they start uh, doing this all on Instagram. And people start replying, you know, it just looks like a rock, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. And it does look interesting if you look at it and you're not familiar with it. But if you happen to be someone like a geologist who knows uh, what minerals yeah. and what rocks look like what, <laughs> uh, you'll call it out immediately because they just took a stock image of malachite, which is usually, I guess, kind of like different shades of green, depending on how it was formed. And they just like did the black and white image of, of malachite. Yeah, that's it. this one here uh, for, for the video people. Oh, oh, by the way, if you missed us, um, uh, YouTube at the beginning of the stream, there was a thing, but I'm just going to re-upload it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, yeah, so there's this stock photo. They just black and whited it. 
of this rock. And then there's another one of this weird metal that they're totally... They use the stock photo of it. Yeah, they just, like, it's talk like, about weird... Yeah, just, like, weird material. Like, not even weird materials, but it's just, like... Uh, what do you get when you zap a layered piece of bismuth and magnesium with terahertz energy? Wow. The dissolution of mass. Those are definitely words. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, we just put words together and they so, mean things. Terahertz is a measurement of frequency, not energy. <laughs> and when you increase frequency, there is uh, an effective, in frequency, uh, effective increasing energy. But really, you're just increasing how often you're doing a thing so <laughs> if it's energy that's pulsed then it can have terahertz as a frequency and then it's so that but you could be terahertz of like the tiniest amount of energy it could be worthless that and then dissolution of mass dissolution is like a psychological thing that happens it doesn't you don't <laughs> yeah. you can dissolve mass yeah, but yeah. to dis, dis, become disillusioned with it <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it turns out you can put words literally in any order you want. Yeah. But <laughs> right. Well, that's like, I don't know if you guys, uh, like, there was a Deepak Chopra, um, like, <laughs> saying generator that would just, uh, like, spit out, like, random things that sounded like... Like that, Remy and... Do that that. <laughs> pseudo-science-y, like, yeah. deep spiritual... And it's all just like It's just, like, random words put together, and you're like... Ridiculous. I just had a revelation with this, you guys. Yeah. I just realized something genius in it that wasn't visible to me before. Okay, in dissolution, <laughs> solution is the root word he's got here. Oh. A solution would be two things mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have a solution and you separate the two, like with cold water extraction, if you guys have ever done cold water extraction to uh, an opiate medication that has. Tabs. Yeah, to remove uh, the aspirin or acetaminophen, acetaminophen from it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't, but that sounds actually surprisingly gangster. Like. It's totally you. Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell people shit. how to do it. I don't encourage uh, opiates for anything that's not necessary. But if you're stuck in a cycle of opiate addiction and you keep doing uh, sets and tabs and you're poisoning your liver with um, 300. Uh, milligrams of acetaminophen to every like 10 milligrams of uh, whatever the opiate base is yeah. uh, then you if you put the pills in like half an inch of water and mush them up till it's powder floating in the water and then pour that water through a coffee filter into another cup you'll see all this chalky stuff on the coffee filter that you're gonna want to eat because you'll feel like you're wasting good somethings but you don't want to eat that that's the acetaminophen mm. the the opiate uh, completely dissolves into the water and becomes a solution with it and you can drink that and it tastes nasty but it's actually more effective because is, your is liver that, is not is processing N well no 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 no. oh that's codeine that's code yeah. yeah yeah lean is like codeine Cod lean has codeine in it yeah. yeah like codeine and promethazine i think is the yeah so lean or sorry codeine in the water there is some loss to the process but the net effect is stronger because your liver is not wasting its uh, filtering ability on all the acetamin acetaminophen and you're less likely to need a liver transplant uh, like before you're 40 which happens to a lot of opiate addicts that yeah. do sets and tabs they're on the liver transplant list right because acetaminophen yeah, is fucking terrible you cannot regimen it yeah I mean like, I, I'm, a, I'm pretty liberal with my uh, you know experimentation but like one of the things I've always had like a certain like avoidance of 
is like yeah like a over-the-counter like pain relievers and stuff because I've just like read so many like horror stories of like it basically destroying people's livers and kidneys and stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. acetaminophen is like one of the worst offenders. For like sure. Aspirin is pretty mellow, but as long as you don't get in the habit of like taking it all the time. Or like large asp- doses of it. Aspirin or Advil is pretty like okay. Also, uh, what's the inflammatory one that's really... Uh, ibuprofen? Ibuprofen can be similarly dangerous in like these athlete doses of like a thousand milligrams every day. Yeah. So that's like a tem- temporary thing, but like to go to it when you need it is not an issue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I saw this dissolute. So if he's saying we're talking about uh, dissolution dissolute, of matter, so matter, separating a solution of mass, there's mass that's a solution. It's which would you should supposed to call that a compound? So you have a compound and you're separating <laughs> it. Uh, but he talks about a layered piece. Okay, so it's bismuth and magnesium, and you're supposed to, it's, which isn't a solution, but you somehow dissolution it. Anyway, it's definitely a mi- mix-up of terms for things. But well, no, and then here's the... Here I thought he was saying com- you combine them and they become separated because yeah. of you combining them. But here's the th- there's also uh, someone has a follow-up to that, and it says the combination yes. of, of bismuth and magnesium had eluded us for four years. But then one day we found a reference to an obscure industrial process used in the refinement of lead. And they go on to describe the process, blah, 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 but it's certainly... Uses molten magnesium floated over the surface of liquid lead. The magnesium stocks up, pulls or pulls business impurities out of the lead. So it's like that's already a thing in an industrial process. And all it does is make uh, lead more pure. Because yeah. the magnesium sucks the bismuth out of the lead. So he tried. it's like he, he tried to find some obscure... Uh, industrial process for refining yeah, lead and to like yeah. and to just reference it as yeah. like being impossible but it's already been solved and if good you good one tom nice try <laughs> if you don't keep up on it you're not going to know if you don't like follow the I, internet knows like the internet knows what you plagiarize materials chemistry i yeah. can't name a single uh blink 182 song i must have missed the bus on that whole genre of music but i have to say like oh. uh, pseudoscience is definitely a pretty serious faux pas when it comes to credibility right like, yeah like, that that is just such thorough pseudoscience that like you'd really have to neglect and just want to believe it, in blink what he's used specifically it reminds me of this like this really strange facebook account that follows like a lot of psytrance and bass music uh like psychedelic wook hippie bass uh, yeah, yeah. music uh profiles including my own which you know i guess that makes sense but holla uh, check it out yeah her uh her profile is just like a like a like a space age like model and i'm pretty sure like she might be real because she has thousands of followers but like she basically posts a profile photo but instead of doing the thing that uh, a lot of girls do where they put like some kind of like poem or quote with their profile picture it just like random like 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 basically that like you can put words <laughs> in anywhere you want and then she has thousands of fans so that, are, that awesome. also comment shit like that on her pictures like it's just oh, like man. like yeah. visible oh, no. light spectrum like yeah, basically That's like hilarious. it's at just ad libbing like random just every, anything words. any pseudoscience imaginable yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great man that's really but that's kind of how that stuff. red ass like, yeah like, yeah it's definitely yeah. i always like uh neil degras tyson's thing on ufos he's like you know say i don't know what that is so it must be a ufo and he's like no 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 the u is for unidentified so once you say I don't know what that is. He's like, that's it. Yeah. Then we can start like, then we can start testing or yeah. or trying to capture it or or, or record it and, and then figure out what it is. But once you say I don't know, you can't say anything after that. No, you can't, you can't say it's. You a don't thing need now. to speculate. Yeah. Right? 
That's not very scientific. Yeah. Or at least test your speculations. Right. Oh, man, there's people in the military flying jets that are seeing other things flying around, and they don't know what they are. Yeah. Because, of course, they haven't been cleared to know what everything yeah. is. Like, everyone in the military is cleared to know everything about yeah. the military? The fuck out of here. Well, that's what they're going to tell us when we storm Area 51, and they're going to be there with clipboards and stickers and free hats. Sign this up. Yeah. Free. We're all joining the military, boys. Uh, you get a free hoodie. I wonder what the response to that is, because I, uh, on my music page is a joke. Or recently, I went on this like whole like tirade about like going to. I, I'm currently not 86 from anywhere. Like, I was 86 from a bar in Brooklyn, but that bar has since closed down. But I'm not 86 from anywhere. Strangely enough, you know, <laughs> given my behavior, and like uh, I had this like this pipe dream of getting 86 from Applebee's because I made some <laughs> memes. And you know, um, anyway, so I made an event page on my music page, and this event page got like like a hundred hundreds of like people like going to it and so the, it was just getting injected from Applebee's yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> people like actually some people the first event I made people actually showed up to it like thinking it was like real like they're like ready to do it yeah. like people I have zero mutual friends with that just saw the yeah, like, yeah they're like, and they're like are you serious like, or yeah she messaged and she was like yeah me and my friends here but we, we don't really see anyone like causing trouble and I was like oh you actually went like I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't know anyone would take this seriously and uh, she was like yeah well like you know me and like at least like six of my friends are down <laughs> if you're like, like ready to do it and you're really ready to so get I'm expecting this. like someone's probably gonna try to actually you know show up yeah air, <laughs> some people are definitely gonna show up but what do you think is going to happen to those people? Uh, I think the normal base security will be able to handle the amount of people that show up. And maybe they'll have some, like, other people brought in. But well, I don't think a lot of people are going to go towards the base. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they'll have extra security, but there's not a fence and everything's underground for the most part, except the airstrip stuff. But everyone's meeting at the the tourism thing mm -hmm. that is actually pretty far from the base still and the roads to the base aren't very good because they fly people into it yeah. so everyone that works there doesn't get there by vehicle anyhow so people that will go towards there in vehicles they'll probably just be uh, folks with trucks where there's like a gun turret in the bed they'll of the truck. Yeah, they'll just block it off, man. That, that's yeah. the, that, was, that was like the whole uh, the plan. They Like the Kyles with like lifted trucks were going to like, you know, <laughs> Kyles, charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's only a, f a couple trails, so you're right. They could probably easily put blockades on what couple trails they are. Yeah. The rest of the raw desert's kind of difficult to truck through, even, even trying to Kyle it up. Yeah. yeah. You can only Kyle so hard, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I really think it's going to get turned into a recruitment opportunity. And the people are going to be like, hey, you want to join the Air Force? We'll let you see these aliens right away. We'll fast track you right to Alien Town. I yeah. mean, you never know. Like, uh, the whole, like, meme culture, aside from being, like, modern-day hieroglyphics, it does have, like, a certain, like, marketing element that a lot of companies, like, multi-billion dollar companies oh, are yeah. starting to embrace. Totino oh, yeah. is for everyone. And, and have been for a minute. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wendy's yeah. on Twitter. Wendy's like, Twitter is perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, presidential <laughs> yeah. presidential campaigns, man. Yeah. Like, Trump's campaign was using, like, fucking, what, the frog? Pee-pee, pay-pay? Yeah. I don't know, uh -oh. pee-pee the frog. Pepe. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> some dog whistling, yeah. You know. the, yeah, or, like, the Hillary and Bernie uh, mm. meme, where it's, like, one, or, I don't know, it, it, was, it was popular, like, back in 2016, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh... Like, well, that's the thing, too, they change, like, it changes so fast that... It's like, unless you're 
happened to be there at that exact time, like you could just totally miss the boat on certain yeah. trends and you know, but they'll come back. They all come back. Yeah, Totino's so pizza rolls is a killer Instagram as far as like that. They've oh, got really? dank yeah. memes by Totino's. Oh, what was it? Uh, Hamburger Helper also came out with like a mixtape, and it was like <laughs> actually, it was surprisingly <laughs> well produced. Like, and it was just all about like Hamburger Helper, and like it was like these like ferocious trap beats, like yeah. really, like, truly like fil- like filthy. There like, was that's amazing. Like there was this dude who like when the sparkling water started really getting big like with oh, yeah, La- LaCroix right. and stuff yeah, yeah. And, this, uh, is like, this is a coke sparkling water oh yeah this, this one dude would just put out like hip hop tracks so they were just all about sparkling water <laughs> like nice. like 50 or 60 tracks just all about wow. how great sparkling water is I mean I love sparkling water yeah, it's yeah. A, I'm, I'm a convert it's actually yeah. really fucking delicious it's I like that flat Perrier everybody you want that flat Perrier want that flat Perrier it's like water <laughs> Tastes slightly worse. <laughs> That's a track I'm working on. Yeah, we'll get there one day. Yeah. All right. Before we before we pay some more bills. All right. This is continuing the trend, the meme trend of now going into stores where people buy food and fucking up people's foods. Oh man, it got worse. Which I just. Oh man, like this is like peak uh, food tampering. Yeah. This is. The worst. So, some motherfucker in Pennsylvania uh, just goes into a Walmart, pisses in the potato bin. How? Like, good question. Fuck, well, first of all, it's what was the, what was their their gender? It was a woman, and it was a woman. It was a wo- okay, that so did make it more how. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think there's video. Let's see. She just probably went in there and then sat down on the. Uh, on the potato bin and, and let I was her just rip. imagining like those things that uh, girls will have at festivals so they can like be Chewy. standing up at uh, oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah shiwi yeah yeah she shiweed on the on the on potatoes. the potatoes like you can't be fucking with my potatoes and man. was it worth it was it worth it? we see what you look like now you're famous now was it worth yeah. it yeah yeah congratulations <laughs> everyone hates you yeah you broke a law that's a really serious law and you'll be like punished for it hella and and like whenever you Google her name it's gonna be like associated with potato pisser that's the potato pisser potato pisser alone over there oh man yeah i hope it was worth it that man and people just keep doing stupid shit and uh i mean i don't know if people need to like call their parents to like have them pay attention to them <laughs> or they need to get like a fucking animal or, well, is it, or is something. Is it for social media or is it just like spy it's for the human It always race? is. Like, it's it always, always is for yeah, some posts. It's generally just for attention. In so. this case, if she was a real Instagram celebrity, then she would have purchased the potatoes and taken them to her own home mm-hmm. to pee on them there. Yeah. And then sold them. Okay. Yeah. Like a. The, That's how you're supposed whole, to do it. The whole bathwater debacle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I listen. There's someone out there who will buy a pissed-on potato, <laughs> just not from Walmart, all right? That's got to be a high, uh, high-dollar, high-quality item. It right? just seem, it seems right. like a weird like thing to, or like why the potatoes? Like I'm just wondering the, what the decision-making process. Oh yeah, was. what made her choose that particular vegetable? Probably just like it's a big bin of, sh- of potatoes. It's easy access to just like sneak by, and it's Walmart. No one's going to question, like, what the 500th, like, weird fucking person sitting on the potato bin is doing. 
The potatoes I mean, look like they need moisturizing more than other vegetables. I'm, I'm just envisioning they look so a, dry. I'm envisioning a manhunt after like they reviewed the security <laughs> footage to like like did they so, go to our house and arrest? I would fuck, <laughs> fucking hope so. Would fucking hope so, man. Get dog the bounty hunter on that shit. <laughs> like spray her with some bear hunt. mace. Oh man. This, Someone forgot to, didn't forget, maliciously didn't return my credit card at a drive through line once. This was over a decade ago. And within minutes, they, like, took a break from work or quit or something and went and bought stuff with my card. Oh, uh, Jesus. And they were caught, oh, like, have, later that have, day. <laughs> that might, they might have thought you were that Apple guy. <laughs> oh, because uh, of the name? Apple, yeah, Steve some, Wozniak has the same last name as me. Yeah, they might like, have thought oh, you were that dude. It's, like, yeah. it's like, fuck it, he's got it. He's got money to blow. Yeah. Which maybe, well, yeah. Oh, man. They, they found the person b- between, like, talking to the restaurant. Uh, seriously, like, that afternoon. What? It's Damn. crazy. <laughs> the banks are fierce. The banks get on that. The potato banks are even worse. Those potato... <laughs> yeah. The potato patrol is going to get her. Fucking get her, yeah. Shit like that just is terrible. <laughs> if, like if you know someone like that, fucking turn them in. Put like them that, out of their goddamn misery. I feel like that's like peak first world problems. Like imagine like, you know, country, countries where like a, there's like a lot of food insecurity. Like yeah, you know, throughout a lot sure. of the population. It's probably, they probably at least don't have problems with people pissing on potatoes at like supermarkets. Right. Not to mention like we just yeah, like Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention we just like throw away so much fucking food in America. It's it's disgusting. And uh yeah, we're worried about people pissing on potatoes. I mean, it's still shitty <laughs> to piss on potatoes that you don't own. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't like, believe we're saying this so much. If you want to piss on potatoes, Bu- purchase them. Yeah, yeah, just fucking buy them and piss on them in the comfort of your own home. No purchase, one cares. Purchase your piss potatoes. I, fe- I feel like we've uttered at least one sentence that's never been uttered right? by he- like. Oh yeah, definitely. So that's far. right. Like, this is groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, we're saying things that have rarely been said in human history that are also alliteration. Or never. Yeah. <laughs> I love when I get to say things that start with the same letter a lot. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which. Uh, food tampering. These pugs did some food tampering over here, and they're green now. Oh yeah, these cute little St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I'll show you after Saint a ten-minute ad. St. <laughs> Patty's Day bastard. These St. Patty's Day, Patty's Day pugs. Yeah. It says pugs, but they really look like English bulldogs. Yeah, today, that's right? yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, this. I mean, baby pugs might look English bulldoggy. Well, they do have like really weird like. They're so good. But the ears, the pug, yeah, the pugs don't have those ears. No, that's that's, like, that's the the English bulldog ears. I mean, these people are confused. Yeah. So how'd that happen? They got into some food coloring. Yep. They just found their way into food coloring. It though it's so evenly distributed. Distributed. I'm really suspicious that this owner yeah. did that. But it's I mean, they have a whole area of the house that's like they. I think if. I did this to my dogs. I'd do it in the bathtub and not destroy this floor. Yeah. It looks like their floor is pretty messed up, too. But all over their bodies, it, it's it just the, too cute. Yeah, it's a bit... Very yeah, yeah, St. Patrick's Day themed. Right. Cute animal alert. But also, on a note, don't... Don't dye your, your animals with, with, like, chemical dyes. Oh, yeah. Just don't do that. If you know someone who's going to do that, talk them out of it. Because <laughs> it's dumb, and it'll hurt the animal, most likely. That's yep. a good thought, because we have to disclaimer all of these things we yeah. go at sometimes. Yeah, because you never fucking know with people, man. <laughs> no. That's the world we live in. You just never know. 
All right. Got people What's... pissing all over potatoes all over the place. It's a goddamn madhouse, man. <laughs> all right, should we pay some more? Should we pay some more uh, Bob Thornton's? Yeah. All right. Some some uh, some Billy Gibbons. Yep. Some that's an obscure one. That's the ZZ Top guy. Play some. Uh, you know, I think of a ton of them during the commercials. I mean, I might live under a rock. But I don't even. I'm not. Uh, let's see. I'm, uh, what What's the Bob Thornton? Reference? Oh, Billy Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. Thornton. Oh, okay. After, yeah. He's the guy who was in Bad Santa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> yeah. well, certainly was. It's a national fucking treasure. Everybody, this is DJ Fade from Faded and Elevated, and I am so excited to talk to you guys about Deluxe Cleaning Service. Yeah, that's right. Miss Blanca Lopez, she is the cat's meow, y'all. She comes to your house. She comes to your office. She comes wherever you need her to go, and she cleans that sucker up like it's never been cleaned before. Yeah, that's right. She will come absolutely anywhere. Wherever you need her, she's there to keep you clean in the deluxe way. Hey, Bugsy. You hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world. Then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 888-789-5042. 
This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409-800-439-7409-800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. Hey ladies, when it's not raining men, it's always raining tacos at Juan's Flaming Fajitas and Cantina during their daily happy hour from 3 to 7. Things get a little too hot from their authentic Flaming Fajitas. You can visit their outdoor dining area and cool down with Juan or Dos Corona Ritas. If you're feeling spicy, be sure to order one of my personal favorites, their fresh tableside guacamole, which goes perfectly with their homemade chips and salsa for one or two. This is the Rockin' Cavity Show with Crazy Jay. We could teach you some Aussie if you like. I would love to learn. Yeah. yeah. All right, you gotta say three words. Just say it normally, just an American accent, whatever. Okay. Uh, so you gotta say rise. 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 Yep. Up. 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 And then lights. 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 Any American yeah, so listening can try this as well. Yeah, you, can, you can try this if you're listening. So you say rise up lights in a row. So just that normal, like rise up lights. Rise, rise up, up lights. lights. That's how we say razor blades, like you're rise having a lights. shave. That's yeah. razor blades in perfect That's Australian. razor blades in Australian. Rise up lights. Razor blades. <laughs> no, you're trying to say <laughs> it in Australian. Just say rise just up say lights. Rise up, rise up lights. The Rockin' Comedy Show. Oh, so is Jay still doing his? Heck Yes. In fact, the Rockin' Comedy Show is better than it's ever been with killer games. Uh, Jay, just a few weeks ago, introduced this game where he takes music and uh, will take a popular song and reverse a chunk of it, and you hear it backwards, just a clip of it, and you try to guess what oh, song it is. that sounds really cool. Yeah. Totally, especially with the two hosts that he regularly has, Casey Jetson and DJ Fade, Fade from the Faded and Elevated show, which uh, you should totally check out the schedule page on RadioVegas.rocks and check out her show and everything that she's doing and Jay's shows because Jay also has some really interesting music shows aside from the rock and comedy show oh, where right. yeah where right he then. will um, I don't remember how it's like named on there but you'll see Jay's name on it. And uh, you know you're going to hear music that you've never heard before and interesting and funny or, or uh, introspective throughout time. And sometimes a song, you're like, wow, this is a really cool song. It sounds familiar. And it's like by an artist that's known for other music that you never knew they had this song. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, the rock and comedy show, like Good Old Times, is more entertaining with its games and wacky news than it's ever been. It's like it at like a new apex so it's really worth checking out really worth checking out uh, pulsar's show on the schedule and uh checking out the indie music that he finds from around the world that is really well curated he finds some really great tunes uh some real diamonds in the rough and introduces you to a lot of upcoming stuff he's really got a 
a finger on the pulse of new indie stuff that's rad in the, in the rock spectrum especially and then there's uh another one i forgive me for some of the cool shows I'm, I'm neglecting but also on my mind at this moment is um the uh the fella the shannon who is Freakmaster? Shannon Freakmaster. Shannon. Shannon Freakmaster. Shannon Freakmaster. <laughs> He's on the schedule page too. You got to see this fire schedule page, you guys. I'm so proud of what we've got in our schedule nowadays. But this guy is famous for his high end paintwork on hot rods and motorcycles. But uh, you, so you expect like these biker tunes, and instead he hits you with uh, some really amazing classic funk also that just fits into this uh, rad era and vibe and feeling so he's uh, really uh, worth checking out as well as a ton of other ones I can't remember uh, more than two or three at once Lizzie Minx the mixtape with Lizzie Minx th- from Pat Tigers that's mm-hmm. another major oh, one yeah, she's cool yeah yeah you're gonna see folks you love on there so check out that schedule page I feel like, I feel like I'd slay it the uh I feel like I'd slay it the whole reverse tune thing. Like, if you uh, play my songs backwards, like, a lot of that robot gibberish is actually just, like, reversed, robo- r- reversed uh, you know, uh, like, speech, but, you know, put through, like, various phasers and stuff that makes it sound like a robot. I, I, I love realize that. Stuff. Yeah, like, uh, it's usually there's like, it's pre- usually pretty meaningless. One of my favorite things to sample are um, this, uh, it was, uh, his name was Rackham Willie. He was this hobo, for, like, from Atlanta and he was just like caught on like this like crack jab or like loop like you know and you just say rack em, rack em. and I, like a lot of like the weird robot stuff in my music is just me taking like snippets of this guy like jabbering like <laughs> and so cool. turning yeah uh, rest in peace rack and will he I love shit uh, like that that's yeah. awesome anyway would, you're listening to greasy conversation on radiovegas.rocks the, just in case you didn't realize yeah, or if you forgot, it happens. I, I forget I'm on the show sometimes, so, <laughs> you know, no, no fault there, folks. All right, let's, let's dive back. This is it's kind of interesting. This, this falls into this area of, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know how long, maybe like six to eight months ago, there was the whole uh, thing floating around on Facebook and the interwebs in general. What color is this dress? And some people would see a blue dress, some people would see a gold dress. And it basically just boils down like some people, there's, there's around like half of the population that just perceives certain things entirely differently than the other half, and that's all there is to it. Uh, so this one is a math equation. It's very, it's, it, it seems simple. And uh, I don't know if you've probably seen it around. It's 8 divided by 2. Open parentheses, 2 plus 2, close parentheses, equals whatever. But the thing is, you ask this to different people, and they could be math professors, uh, people who have studied math for a long time, and they'll give you different answers. And that's because there are different answers, depending on like how you solve it. And it just relates to the order of operations. But it's a, a pretty interesting... What's the equation? Or what is, what is the equation again? It's... It's 8 divided by 2, and then you've got an open parentheses, 2 plus 2, and then close parentheses, equal sign. So it seems really simple, and it seems like something you'd encounter in, like, third or fourth grade or something mm-hmm. when you're learning about, like, the PEMDAS mm-hmm. uh, technique or something like that. And there's two different schools of thought around that anyway. Uh, 
but it's just interesting that you have like math experts arguing whether the answer is one which it can be whether the answer is 16 which it also can be or whether the answer is 100 which it also could be yeah and it all depends on the order of operations that's crazy yeah but it's just it's it just kind of drives to this core of like what actually is the correct order of operations because there's a few different way i mean there's the generally agreed upon one we all learned like in grade school growing up pemdas which is pretty universal but there's another one i can't remember what it's uh slightly different bod mass so pemdas is parentheses indices multiplication division addition subtraction and bod mass is brackets order division multiplication addition subtraction so they seem like really similar but i guess uh they're not and an even weirder thing is is different calculators will give you different answers no yeah <laughs> oh man so yeah, it's just it's me, one of these like mental tricks it well, seems well, like well, well, uh, what do you read as for me i definitely read the 16 yeah because i i dive to do uh quotations for or, i'm sorry parentheses first and like i live by parentheses first when i do code and c plus plus for like arduinos and stuff because uh that's super important to get um to determine okay the input from this sensor do this to it and then i need that number to see if it's within this range and if that's happening in the wrong order then it's a total mess it's not gonna work yeah. no yeah, so it's really it's just really interesting and just goes to show that we all live in a kind of well the state of reality. Like, how is this reality? Do we live in, what reality we're living it's very, in together? It's very precarious because we all like. There's a lot of things that everyone can agree on, but when you start getting into like finer details, we don't always agree on everything. So it's uh like I don't know that yeah, whole man. the whole dress thing. I was like, that shit's fucking blue. What the fuck are you guys talking about? It's but. weird this bod mass versus PEMDAS thing because uh, what if you have parentheses and not brackets or brackets and not parentheses? I guess those are interchangeable, right? Yeah, that's what I think. I think the, I think it might be like well, in brackets like more of a calculus kind of thing rather than an algebra. And then how do you put yeah. order before the so brackets order? What does that mean? Because I thought we were determining the order of this. This is some other definition of order I don't understand. Probably, it's yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, if it's in a certain math. order, then... Yeah. Might, be, might be like uh, verging in like topography and all that. Yeah, it could be. I just, uh, a part of me just furiously just wants to be right and just say it's this way and I'm right and you guys are crazy. But I guess I don't have the authority to, to determine yeah, that. Yeah, you absolutely I'm, don't. <laughs> done, no one does. That's the thing. <laughs> I've done no math professorhood. But that's the thing. Like, who gets to determine what the right answer is, right? Like, who's the authority on math? I'm curious how it could come to one, though. It should be the universe. Right, I don't yeah. know how it could come to one, either. Because two, two times... Oh, two times four. Uh, uh, and then it would be eight. So the two plus two being four, and then two times that giving eight. That's actually what I came up with. And then I thought I was wrong. I just... This is the most emotional... This <laughs> pile of numbers, like it's really messing with my head and my right. values. But think of like, there's probably a lot of problems like that. That like, depending on how you arrange it and how you solve it, you could get a different answer. I'm only getting one. I don't get how I got 
two a minute ago. Besides <laughs> thinking that the two before there was a four for a minute. And, I mean, I Well, don't worry, because there's people with, like, math degrees and, and who have studied math their entire lives who are arguing over it. So, it's, uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not just us. It's everyone. It hurts. I really hope that we brought <laughs> you guys a, visual, a visceral experience with this math thing that I worried would be kind of dry. I was like, oh no, we're going to something with PEMDAS in it. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm seriously emotionally affected by my feelings about this. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm holding in rage and judgment. And right. Yeah, I felt, uh, previously, I felt like my understanding of math was pretty elementary, but now I feel like pretty ignorant. Like, yeah, I thought I, I was decent. Pretty deep. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was decent at non-calculus stuff. Like uh, just g regular like high school algebra and geometry. I thought I was pretty pimp at up until that level like when you get where there's stuff on top of other stuff too much that's like another person's party but i felt like yeah we were like okay there's numbers on one line and then there's numbers under that line but those numbers are over another line oh no like what the, the three the two lines the, the three what yeah i gotta divide twice at the same time when i don't the, even know what to do <laughs> when there's greek letters and i'm not also looking at a page that tells me what the greek letters mean i'm pretty yeah, lost yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a web calculator i'll use find the square root <laughs> of the square root of yeah all right math is fun guys yeah it turns out it can be emotionally uh draining even yeah totally all right so let's see what we've got behind here Oh yeah, so did you guys hear about this? Uh, the Arctic has fucking caught on fire. There's been <laughs> a ton of wildfires since June uh, in the Arctic. So. And you think they're Chinese hoaxers? No, that was just a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I miss this. There's so many jokes of Greg's in the news notes, you guys. If you don't dive with us and actually check out our news document, you're missing out. Uh, not only the links we're going to uh, fund it to, to yeah, I mean, in, there's like record commentary. There's record heat waves in like different countries all over the world. Like the Arctic's catching on fire. There's <laughs> massive forest fires in California every year. Like shit's getting fucked up, but it's it's all a hoax. Sounds like the liberal agenda of reading comprehension. <laughs> and it, does. it really does. <laughs> like it's just so funny. And what's interesting, like the most interesting part of the whole. And I guess with any conspiracy theory is that someone always has to be behind it and funding it. And that's like one of the weakest links in like the flat earth conspiracy yeah. is like who's funding the misinformation of the flat earth and like what's their overall goal? Right. How much money do you make on these $7 eBay globes? Yeah. So like I don't want to dive into that, whatever. But with the fossil, with the, uh, the climate change, global climate change, um, the fossil fuel industry actually studied this in the late 70s and early 80s and knew all of this shit and knew the projected uh, global temperatures. Uh, they knew all this and they hid that information and because they have a financial interest to do so. But yet there's, there's actually some secret cabal of climate scientists who are trying to convince everyone that the global climate is rising because grant, yeah grant money i or, guess because right? grant like, what money, does it do to do this grant yeah. money is like a multi hundred billion dollar industry <laughs> multi hundred <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Or like no. multi hundred million only. Yeah, like millions is like a crappy small amount of money now. If it's not like in right. yeah, like hundreds of billions, se- it's like not a lot of money. 17.3 million millionaires just in the United States. Dang! Wait, so, say that again. 17.3 millionaires just in the United States. Like I have, I have like friends on my Facebook that make like 50 to 100K a year identifying with these super rich people. And just like, and they're talking about like peasants and stuff. And it's like, well, first of all, you have a personal Facebook page, which makes you a peasant with at best peasant ambitions and like <laughs> you know like and yeah you don't even have a publicist like so it's like who are you to be calling you know people poor and like so <laughs> if you have a million dollars which i only know like a handful of people that have a million dollars even there are millionaires you're not in the one percent like you're no not even yeah no. yeah not close like, no of the world though we're all in the like two or three percent of yeah, the world def- definitely like uh, it's, it's a like, weird a range people have a very difficult time perceiving uh perspectives and how large a range can be like how big a difference there is between a hundred thousand of something and a million of something how big a difference there is uh, a million and a billion like yeah so it's between a million and a if billion you, if you make uh it was like I forget. It was like if you make uh, thirty six hundred dollars an hour, it'll take you forty years, and you work a normal work week. It takes you forty years to become a billionaire. That's how, like, how much money? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just insane, like, amount of money. Yeah. And like, yeah, I have like friends who make like fifty k a year. Um, you know, defending uh, people who make. 10 million a year because like uh, there was a tax recently levied against people who make your earnings after 10 million or there it was proposed and then you have people who make 50k a year so you know being like oh no that's not fair and it's like it would take these people like 20 or you know like 40 years to make 10 million dollars total and <laughs> like, it's just like a it's it just interesting how like a uh, I know it's like especially a lot of Americans they don't really see themselves as middle class or poor they see themselves as like temporarily like you know down they're, they see themselves as millionaires they're just temporarily down on their luck or haven't yeah. had their big break yet uh, so I like, can't, yeah I can't remember who it was like they're uh, entitled to something it was yeah. some author but he, he classified them as uh, temporarily embarrassed millionaires yeah yeah. Is, uh, yeah I can't remember who it was off the top of my head but uh, it's a pretty common phrase yeah people really lose sight of like how much money it is when you talk about people having multiple billions of dollars like if they spent like a million dollars a day it would take them x amount of years to spend all their money and it's a long fucking time (laughs) a million dollars a day well that would take you a thousand days to spend a billion yeah exactly so when you get into like assuming you're not bringing any more in almost four years yeah so it's it gets pretty pretty crazy about three years but we lose track of like because it's just a number it's just you know just a billion that's that's way fucking more than i can think of so (laughs) just a lot you know but whatever on that note those are the squeaky pipes of new mysteries to uncover yeah so this is kind of a warning article i guess i see these pop up kind of every summer i feel like but uh we do have several cases of west nile virus here in the desert yeah in Clark County, where we shouldn't even have fucking mosquitoes. No. But they do pop up. 
neglected pools. Yeah, it's one thing. They're not like it's not in like a humid state where you have you actually have mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there are mosquitoes here and there, and apparently they can carry West Nile virus. So there's been one of my friends. came down with it uh she got bit at burning man no of way. all places oh yeah yeah, yeah. like a <laughs> mosquito bite at burning yeah. man yeah yeah and oh, then man. like literally got west nile yeah <sighs> that's crazy yeah so there's been a total of eight cases so far this year in vegas so you see them mosquitoes fucking destroy without prejudice man fucking flamethrower them up yeah. slice them up with a machete do what you gotta do get them out of here they're not very important to ecosystems compared to other animals that are more risky to really kill a lot of because a lot of them uh, are really like uh, our fault for being there and neglecting environments and stuff what's interesting is like uh or the uh the like the west nile thing with mosquitoes is do you think it has to do with like there being like a smaller population thus the virus is spread like it's more concentrated like because the south has so many mosquitoes and they used to tear me to pieces like and but you don't like ever hear of anyone getting west nile there yeah Yeah. yeah, i mean that could be it yeah like that would be a lot of cases even there where there's a ton of mosquitoes yeah that definitely could be it i'm not yeah i'm not sure because like i man i don't i don't know how often i've seen a mosquito here I've, I've never like seen years. one. Like in uh, twenty plus years. When yeah. we did the that whole regional uh, up at Spicer Ranch, the the Nevada, Southern Nevada Burning Man regional. Um, apparently, there were mosquitoes there, and one of my friends got destroyed by him. He's like El Salvadorian, and they just ate him alive. Like the only person who got destroyed by. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, seriously, and they they were like he was covered in oh, bites, man, and like I never even saw any mosquitoes, so like. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, when it, the ones that, uh, you know, the mosquitoes choose. Yeah, so I get people. chosen for sure. You know what it helps? Tore up. Is, uh, I used to do this when I camped a lot and there were a lot of mosquitoes. Either eat bananas or just, like, swallow a couple match heads. I've heard the bananas. No! I, I've, heard the, yeah. I've heard the opposite about bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. In the south, there's a. That's where I'm from originally. It's a. Uh, they say like eating bananas draws them to you. Huh. That's oh. really so, weird. Yeah. Eat a couple match heads. Yeah. Cause the, the, the phosphorus. Yeah. The phosphorus. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that sounds cool. Uh, that was to do that anyway. Was, yeah. That was what we used to do. Like camping is just like tear a couple match heads off and swallow them. Man, that That's sounds gangster. Hey, shout out to Kella Bobella. Check out her up, music. Kella? Yeah. Look up that music. She's hollering in the chat right now. Highly recommend. All right, so we're getting close. Yeah, I'm, play- to- I'm playing with her drummer uh, tomorrow night. No at Rebar. way! Tomorrow oh, nice. night at Rebar. Yeah, we're, we play there every Saturday. They play there every Friday, actually. Nice. So Rebar sweet. on Main Two Street. Two nights at Rebar. Like, yeah, like uh, Fridays, uh, Dead or Kellabobella, Dead Money. If you're old from the old Vegas scene, you probably remember Kellabobella rather than Dead yeah. Money. Yeah, Dead Money is the is the hub of the Kellabobella enterprise right now. But the drummer basically lives there at this point. Like he's nice. there like friday and saturdays everything. yeah nice sweet rebar is awesome the cool thing about rebar is that it's also a thrift store so all the weird bric-a-brac and paraphernalia along the walls is for sale the crazy weird obscure vintage 
uh, drinking glass you could be served in is also for sale. And prices are reasonable. It's in a really hip, uh, revitalizing part of downtown on Main Street in the Arts District. It's just art, artsy, arts districty as AF. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of yeah peak arts district. Peak yeah. arts district. <laughs> there's a lot of like cool details, like on the TVs. They just play like the montages of weird mm-hmm. videos, just yeah, like, like old commercials, eighties like commercials, just all eighty shows, like all just cut together. Just cool. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool spot. They got an old school, uh, the Pac Man guy. Yeah, there's yeah, old Pac Pac Man uh, Chompy old Chompy circles. Yeah, over there. And uh, there's a commercial on that TV for Crossfire. Do you guys remember that? Oh, game dude. Game? Crossfire. <laughs> you get caught up in the Crossfire. <laughs> crossfire. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever actually play that game? No. <laughs> only the commercials. <laughs> yeah. A friend had it, and we played it a little bit and got immediately. And it, yeah, it's like a terrible it's game. It's pretty terrible. It seems so cool, though, <laughs> on those commercials. You're like, yeah, shoot the little metal pellets. And then, oh, they all get collected on one side, and then, oh, man. Your friend gets sucked into this spinning spike thing and spins around. He's like, oh, no, green screen. Yeah. So I spent more money on advertising than actual development budget. Of the game, for sure. But that was a time when, like, all those games, you could just make shitty games and people would buy them. Don't break the ice. Oh, God, dude. (laughs) Mousetrap? Okay. (laughs) Whoever... I actually played Mousetrap. Is what I, the fuck I, I want to know. I didn't play it, but the theme song still echoes in my. Yeah, or the commercial looked really cool. You got a little Rube Goldberg machine you can build. I played with that part of it, but like whoever played, yeah, no one, no one ever played that fucking game, man. No, no one. You can't convince me that anyone ever played it. Yeah, I've never seen it in the wild. Never seen it in the wild. Yeah, no one even owned that shit. I don't know what they did. They're just in landfills. Like the fucking E.T. Atari game. Oh, yeah. that I, I saw. I never played it, but I saw like, reviews about it being like the worst game ever made. Did you guys hear that uh, the legend of where they buried all of the unsold E.T. games? They hunted down the specific spot in the specific landfill and actually uncovered them from the ground. Yeah, because the there, there was like a rumor for a long time that because the game was so bad that the company just like buried a bunch all, of them. chucked all the cartridges and a lot of people thought it was a myth yeah so they they did find where and dug them all up and uh turns out they did bury a shit ton of cartridges out there an even cooler video than on youtube the expose of that whole little documentary of that happening is uh the actual creator of the et game who created some other games that were really cool uh defending the et game and uh when you see him play it 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 makes more sense and it's actually a cooler game and you get what he meant by some of the things that confuse and angered people but he just didn't have the time to like finish it yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was in the played, it yeah. was in the air like a, a boom mm-hmm. a video game so like people are just they're just like it had to them, be rushed to go out with them movie. out you just mm-hmm. gotta like we got yo this is like the biggest movie right now you just gotta put that game out who cares what it is yeah that was the beginning of the game crash in america yeah and nintendo was criticized heavily for trying to release the nes in america on the tail end of this crash like America's having this hates video games now and you're gonna try to release this and like well what no ours is good though we we looked at what went wrong and that's why there's that Nintendo seal of approval and the cartridges Mm, had copyright protection a special chip that was in there to to make uh, pirated cartridges not work things like that things like that 
Bring it <laughs> Hey, do we have a quick Bob Thornton to throw at everyone? And then news chug? A quick Bob Thornton? Or did we, got- we do early Bob Thornton's last break? No, nope, we got one more Bob Thornton break. Uh-oh. Come get the visit from old Bob Thornton. See you, Bob. Hi, dicks. But I told you to register for the free Aerosmith tickets by clicking on the link for the Radio Vegas Rocks app and then simply register your name and phone number under the VIP tab. To punish you, dicks, I'm going to play Janie's Got a Gun on my hand flute while I explain again how great this contest through Radio Vegas Rocks truly is. This is free airfare, free hotel accommodations, and two VIP tickets on the actual stage. You're on the stage watching Aerosmith play. If one of you dicks win these tickets and you have no one to go with, I'll go with you. I would love to see if an Aerosmith on stage turtle, even if you win. As long as you promise you don't roof in my drink, you don't have sex with my dead corpse, hopefully he doesn't make my, my skin into some sort of apparatus he wears around his face, I'll even stay with you. All you have to do is download the Radio Vegas Rocks app and register under the VIP tab of the app to win. Download the Radio Vegas Rocks app right now. Hello, hello, everybody. This is DJ Fade from Faded and Elevated, and I am so excited to talk to you guys about Deluxe Cleaning Service. Yeah, that's right. Miss Blanca Lopez, she is the cat's meow, y'all. She comes to your house. She comes to your office. She comes wherever you need her to go, and she cleans that sucker up like it's never been cleaned before. Yeah, that's right. She will come absolutely anywhere. Wherever you need her, she's there to keep you clean and the deluxe way. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389-800-709-4389-800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Have you been thinking about taking an Alaskan vacation? Well, now you can book an Alaskan cruise tour with YMT Vacations and immediately save $250 per person. Call YMT Vacations today. We've been helping people take the vacation of a lifetime for over 50 years. And right now, if you've been thinking about what it would be like to go on an Alaskan cruise, now with our $250 per person instant rebate is the perfect time. Call right now for details. And if Alaska isn't on your bucket list, we've got over 50 guided tours to different locations worldwide. Call right now for your free brochure. So if you're looking for the perfect cruise tour to Alaska or the perfect guided vacation package, you need to call YMT Vacations to book right now or for our free brochure. 800-213-9256. 800-213-9256. 800-213-9256. That's 800-213-9256. 
39, 39 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown is where you're going to find the Golden Tiki. Can't miss it. The sign is ginormous. That's where you need to go, though. Golden Tiki is the premier tiki destination in Las Vegas. And in fact, the world. It's being rated top tiki bar by many different travel websites and agencies. Articles coming out constantly about the Golden Tiki. So what makes them great? Well, let's just start with the front door. As soon as you walk in, you're taken away to a magical tropical paradise. Walk in and there you go. The music is always pumping in that place. Live music, DJs, the drinks are cold. You can get some Dole Whip. You can get specialty cocktails any night of the week. And let's talk about the slot machines. You feeling lucky? Well, you should, because the slot machines down there are always hot. And 39, 39 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown is where you're going to find the Golden Tiki. Viva Scar Radio, hosted by Junior Scar Boss and Selector Scream. Live Tuesday nights from 9 p.m. to midnight. Best Scar, Punk, Two-Tone, Reggae. Tune in to RadioVegas.rocks to get your weekly dose of good music. Where Fine. Vegas goes to rock. Yeah, and we're back. It's Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. Be sure to mention RadioVegas.rocks to those sponsors. Yeah. So, wait, it's time for asteroid time yeah that's the appropriate the appropriate sound <laughs> uh turns out recently and we we got a surprise asteroid surprise asteroid it just kind of snuck up on us and passed very close to earth it was i think it was described as like it would have been a city killer maybe it was that big yeah Fifth, it's a definite city killer Fifth, and Oh, go ahead. It's ironic that this is right after we just had that simulation. Just a few, uh, a couple months ago, NASA was working with space agencies around the world, especially the European Space Agency, to simulate what the world would do if there was a, an asteroid coming for us and how we would look out for it. And, what, and this one just blew right past us. Yeah, so this one was estimated to be between 187 to 427 feet and it was as close as 45,000 miles which sounds really far but that's less than one-fifth of the distance to the moon from the earth so it's pretty fucking close <laughs> yeah. closer than our moon <laughs> and the fact that it just like snuck up on astronomers like yeah, when we were like actively uh, simulating what we'd do and how we'd look out for these things, apparently yeah. a lot of that hasn't been taken fully into. And action. there's like hella people, but there's just so much shit in space that it's bound to happen sooner or later, folks. Yeah. Got to prepare. Got to start stocking your house with canned goods, <laughs> and you know if there's a zombie invasion, to be prepared for that as well. So you know. Well, I feel like it could be a unifying, you know, aspect like. That's Granted, a good point. like, well, there, it depends on where it hits. If it hits a rural area in, like, say, you know, America, China, or Russia, you know, maybe, like, the humanitarian aid, like, would, like, you know, show us that we we don't really have to all be enemies or whatnot. But if it hits, like, a, a densely populated, like, more impo or, you know, 
a country like say Dhaka and, or a city like Dhaka in Bangladesh, you have eight million people that are going to be wiped off the face of the earth, and that as much culture as much history just completely gone and you it's know one city this is size like population wise of what like three americas uh i mean or, oh, wait, yeah, or no, three, that mixed it, it's like yeah like it'd be like three southern nevadas huh yeah like yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. like okay. that and like all that music that was such a brilliant culture such as that losing its main city its capital you never know like what could hit it could hit tokyo it could hit there's or it could just like land the ocean cause a tidal wave it's not really like a, a good scenario, but you know maybe the you know quote unquote common enemy of like the realities of like why it is to be traveling through space, you know, might unify us. There's I would hope so. At, yeah, I always I always wanted like being kind of a Star Trek fan. I always wondered like how they got people to sign up to like be in Star Trek, right? To be like on those ships, right? Because <laughs> by now everyone knows. That space is the fucking scariest place ever. Yeah. Bad shit happens all the time. It takes like a fucking micro pebble, like a, a grain of sand mm. traveling at near the speed of light to go through like one of our shuttles and it's destroyed. You know? Just like all this random ass shit that you have no traveling control. Like, so fast. Yeah. yeah. You're just scary as fuck, man. Space is fucking scary. But, uh, but you still have people lining up to go to Mars on a mission where they wouldn't return. Well, if you yeah, put, it's just interesting thing how much speed, like how much uh, speed affects the, you know, potential destructive potential. Yeah. Uh, of an, like so much potential uh, energy. Like uh, that asteroid, if it was just dropped onto Earth at you know nine point eight meters per second, it wouldn't cause an explosion. But no, it'd just be a bus hitting the ground. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> but now, like that's being propelled at however fast it is probably some astronomical number it turns it into even though it doesn't have any like warheads or nuclear capabilities it turns it into something more powerful than a nuclear bomb like, yeah way. just the amount of energy it's traveling with yeah. smacking atoms together so hard with just the impact yeah and, and like, the, the equal and opposite reaction of the earth like <laughs> doesn't bode well in our favor and we're flying around the sun so fast we could just fly into something stationary with that kind of speed. I know, and it would be devastating. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you have you guys seen the uh, the simulation not only of like how fat or how close this uh, asteroid came to impacting us? It's it's mind numbing, like like how like close it was in the simulation. But um, like, oh, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. I was <laughs> um, all like on the scale. Like it seems like really far. It seems really you're talking about like forty five thousand miles or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh man, that you could drive around the Earth how many times? But on the scale of space, it's it's a near miss. It's like if someone shot a gun and it like went, you know, past your ear or something. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's pretty fucking close. Well, and um, like there's the uh, like a what? It's this GIF image I like. It shows like more how like what our solar system looks like traveling through space because people like imagine the still setting with the sun being in the center and like you know planets just revolving around when in reality it's the sun's traveling extremely yeah everything's fast and moving everything's yeah, yeah yeah moving around it like caught in the orbit and like uh or yeah like what we were talking about uh, earlier the in 2050 we're supposed to enter a very uh, intense like asteroid or, or a period where we're likely going to face several asteroids hitting like yeah which is a 
Which is probably like more normal because in the early uh, development of the universe and because humans haven't been around that long, we're like, oh, we haven't, you know, been hit by, Earth hasn't been hit by, by an asteroid, but Earth used to get fucking hit by asteroids all the time. Everything did. Yeah, like, look, look at the surface of the moon. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's going to happen eventually, probably while we still exist, but I... I mean, I do hope we can prevent it. There's definitely um, people looking for ways to prevent that. One of the ways is sending out... Uh, you know, you would think, because we had all those movies growing up, like uh, Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact, and it's like, how do you stop it? you got to send a, a team of oil riggers out there to drill into the <laughs> center of the asteroid and blow it up with a nuke. But actually, uh, you can just send out like a little, tiny little spaceship compared to the asteroid... And it can just wiggle by manipulating the gravity. Course, yeah. Just like a little bit, just eventually veer it off course. Because you only need to bump it a little bit, a couple of degrees for it to miss Earth. So that's a really promising way, but I think it's... Well, even like the technology from the 70s, uh, the, I can't remember the, uh, the name of the particular orbiter or whatnot that uh, went Cassini, to Saturn. Maybe? Cassini, maybe? that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, they're using dated technologies from the 70s to make these micro propulsions to like you know move this craft around from millions of miles away like right using using dated technology and like yeah so it's definitely possible like uh you know to save ourselves from the asteroids but we just have to actually recognize that as the primary threat to humanity instead of people from other countries yeah, you know, for sure. Borders and <laughs> and uh, another thing is too is uh, uh, in this article they mentioned that it's also the size of the asteroid because like a massive like planet killer like what we imagine is like a, just a massive asteroid would be easier to detect, but there are smaller asteroids that would definitely cause a lot of havoc on Earth if it hit uh, any populated area but are just small enough to not really be noticed that well by astronomers. So there's definitely a fine line um, there, but you know, there's hella people that dedicate their lives to like finding these things. So hopefully, you know. Hey, you got me thinking about, and I brought this up on camera, the little chunk that you found about how the Milky Way is warped. That's pretty cool looking and worth checking out in the news notes here. And, I've been playing some uh, video of it while you were talking about Oh, yeah, nice. Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stuff that's worth looking into if you're affected by it, and a powerful headline, but I don't have, like, a ton to say on it, there's that Capital One joining the Data Breach Club. It's another major corporation that got got silly with our da data. <laughs> yeah. I think they got hacked, it seems like, is what they're saying, but who knows? I mean... Yeah. That's what they're saying. But that could mean any, like, yeah. We were hacked by our we were vendor. Because, <laughs> we, because we don't enact, like, great security yeah. protocols. So Our, no, our policies major. were exploited, so we're calling it a hack. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and this is, this is my thing. Like, all right, everyone, just give your information to everyone else. Everyone has everyone's information. And then if anyone says anything about it, fuck you. Just radical privacy dissolution? Yeah, yeah, just fuck it, man. Just, I mean, every like, if all the bad people have everyone's information, just give 
everyone everyone's information make and it, it like useless. doesn't have any yeah. power it's like hide it in plain sight but you can't yeah. make any decisions that everything's two-factor off apparently yeah. All, yeah all you have to do to receive like a like a settlement from like i think it's equifax yeah it's equifax, the equifax so, settlement, yeah like yeah. they uh yeah they are now just basically admitting guilt by offering like a small amount of money to anyone who yeah we talked about that it. last week it's two fi- 250 bucks that you can qualify for and uh, I signed up for it. I qualified. You can find out on this third-party site, uh, but you want to look it up with the FCC, I think it is. FTC. FTC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually was thinking about that because I misspoke last week. I kept saying the FCC, but it's actually the FTC. Good as retraction. Far as the government. But that's in our notes from last uh, last week. And check it out. Some people are already naysaying that you probably won't end up getting your settlement. I think that's. Uh, I think it, I'd like to think I eventually would and that people eventually will since justice has been trucking along so far with Equifax and the fines and punishments on them for being so sloppy with I don't, uh, data that they don't even share with the own people that it's on. They uh, take data on you. They don't ask for your permission. Equifax isn't something any of us volunteered to be kept yeah, data on. I don't think it's justice. Like Whenever someone fucks you over... Like and then they make minimal efforts to like bring it back to neutral. That's mm-hmm. not neutral. They actively fucked you over. They actively <laughs> sold or lost your data. They actually they actively surveillanced you. And, and you like, can get a lot more if you have um, paperwork on money that you've lost due to theft due to this data breach. You can qualify mm-hmm. for more. Yeah, but even that, like, I feel like we give just such a pass. Like the yeah, like the giant corporations are so in bed with the government that it's like these these like fines they get are fucking laughable to the amount of money they bring in over the course of a year it's like okay yeah who cares for sure like oh i gotta pay a couple million dollars yeah, yeah. oh no as a company we only make like 10 to 15 billion dollars a year it's not that much but still well, you know it's it's ridiculous for instance like uh there's places that still haven't paid me like uh like mgm like uh people in that with mgm and like there's this one spot their name's Alexa's Bar. It's on the Strip. It's at Paris. They, they sit there on that bar that you pass, and there's people eating outside. They owe me three hundred seventy-five dollars. Whenever they pay me that, we're still not neutral because that was what I was owed, and that was a year ago. But they <laughs> still have not paid me. So when they do pay me, and they will, I will, you know, make sure it happens. I'm still going to like tell everyone Charge that of they. Interest. Well, yeah. I'm still going to tell everyone that they. You know, they deal with, with their vendors because, that way, yeah. Because, you know, them fulfilling their original agreement is not making it equal. Like, they no. still... Yeah, after that much time. agreement yeah. had a timeline, and they didn't fulfill that Yeah, part. yeah, so yeah, it's just sure. like, no, when you fuck someone over, you know, like, making it right, like, making it just right is still not equal. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get how these casinos can get away with, like, one-month billing cycles and stuff. They just take their sweet Actually, time like, uh, a lot of them have, like, net 90 agreements. Oh, God. So it's like... <laughs> so it's like, we'll wear you out, see if you forget about it. That's a lot of their goals. And, like, wow. a lot of them have revolving door management and, like, several LLCs between, you know, you and the promoter that booked you. Oh. Like, so it's... So it's like a whole ladder to even find someone accountable for the agreement. Exactly. Man. And the GM, like, for <laughs> Alexa's bar strip told me they wouldn't tell me the address of their corporate office. Yeah, so shady. Fucked, I know. Like, yeah, so I had to ask one of their cooks. So many, <laughs> so many fucking layers of like just denying response, like anyone having any responsibility for yeah, anything. Yeah, it's just like, it's oh well, no, that, dude. That, that's 
this disbanded LLC who you know was ran by this person who's since been let go okay. and then they you just know? open another LLC that takes over and they all, anything obligated by the old LLC yeah just fucking stupid man fucking dumb all right Let's let's move on to something. Maybe we got one more chuck. Chuck. All right. We got one quick news thing. This one. Did you guys used? Did you guys used to rock? Well, you said you didn't. You may not have been here for the old old school, Wet and Wild, but we do have the new Wet and Wild that opened after, quite a few years after the old one closed down. It's over on. Uh, it's way like southwest, Durango and something. I can't remember exactly where, but I think Durango and Fort Apache. But uh, there was apparently some like high school night. It was called High School Neon Night. And uh, at the end of this, a, just a giant high school brawl erupted <laughs> that had to be broken up by the cops. That fucking went wild, man. You're all like going down slides in the water <laughs> yeah, and like chilling the in the lazy about? river and then you're all just gonna fucking start brawling yeah like if they're in high school alcohol isn't even in the equation like why are you fighting like, right no. and it's like a pain in the ass to, like who's gonna, who's gonna sneak <laughs> alcohol into when wild it's like it's just <laughs> whatever man i mean i guess if you if you gotta fight just go out to the desert and do it and like have an agreement and you all shake hands afterwards and Fucking have a beer when you're 21. Yeah, it go back like to it, class. It, it sounds like it would have been like something that was carried into the or like premeditated like beef that like. There yeah. were just like two groups. Maybe it was like two rival schools, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna declare our turf war in this wet and wild." <laughs> like fuck these slides, fuck your slides. No one's riding slides right now. Did it <laughs> end up on up? World Star? I don't know. I don't know yet. Well, check it out on World Star, you guys. <laughs> yeah, holla. <laughs> I'm sure there. I'm sure there are some videos on World Star of uh, the high school went wild fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking World Star, man. Did you have any more must-haves before? Oh, I have to mention R.I.P. YouTuber Grant Thompson. You really, really owe it to yourself to check out the King of Random, uh, which is a YouTube channel that I've loved for a long time. And fortunately, before his. Uh, super untimely death in his 30s he's only 38 so he was right in our pocket this is a peer uh, i could only hope to refer to him as a peer but grant thompson started this channel called king of random and it's really fun for uh like garage science experiments and making weird material like this moon putty stuff that like uh feels like a putty and then turns into a liquid and um, blowing stuff up wow, and just really, cool. really yeah. fun backyard science messing around. But he also got uh, a couple of friends helping him make videos. And I know this is a channel that's going to perpetuate and maybe even uh, blossom and get even better in the aftermath of this tragedy with the cool format that he built in this channel that he built. So um, and, and, uh, one way to remember and honor this person is to check out and stay in tune with what he made as a channel and how uh, his other hosts are going to, to to trudge on in the aftermath. So, R.I.P. Grant Thompson. And also, uh, Sojourner, I want to know if you've got any plugs before we take off. It's plug hour. Hmm. I mean, like, uh, me and uh, Ted and Jonah. Uh, Turbo Ted. Tur- and Jonah. And it's T-E-R-B-O Ted. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it's not T-U-R. It's T-E-R-B-O T-E-D. Turbo Ted. Look him up. Yeah, and uh, 
we're joined by the drummer from Dead Money, Jonah Shulman. Like, uh, we're recording uh, the studio at Palms next week, uh, Wednesday. So, <laughs> um, we're, uh, like, yeah, working on an album there, fini- or finishing it up. What's it going to be published under uh, artist-wise? I bl- uh, the ensemble name is DJ Dad Shirt, based on some offhand, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, like yeah. comedic reference. Like, uh, yeah, we've been hearing hype about DJ Dad Shirt, yeah. too, yeah, especially so. around Rebar. Yeah, we're doing that. We play. Yeah, we play a rebar every Saturday, and then you can catch Dead Money on uh, Friday. Aside from that, I've been taking kind of easy from my, you know, own musical projects, but still Having like some doing fortification time. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I still like uh, do my shows, but right now, like, I'm pretty focused on this, uh, you know, project that we're Sweet. working on there. Yeah, DJ Dad Shirt and also Dead Money. Very worth checking out his takeaways here. So. Anything you have to remain, Greg? I think that's it, man. I'm ready to close it out. That's send it. Oh, off, wait. Man. We send it off this way. This is how put we her, put her in the fucking furnace. This is how we throw it in the fire. All right. Be good, everyone. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're not, we're not clear yet. I got to clear the...